okay. So here, here's my, here's my perspective on children and, and like, um, doggies and kitties in like on live streams. I don't care. It's like, if you're home and this is your life, I'd rather show you what your real life is than that pretty perfect picture. Like this bull crap that's behind me. Like, it's like, like if you actually turned my camera around and saw the rest of my office right now, you'd be like, okay, that's the authentic scene. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> look at that show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, it's literally like dry cleaning, dry cleaning, hanging on the mats, like <laughs> right, in front right of there. us. Like oh my gosh. Studio slash like studio. Slash. <laughs> yeah. Extra room. Yeah. I, I like, I, I gotta tell you, man, like it is so funny. Cause I, I actually did that once with a, um, I was getting, you know, how you do a lot of networking. That's how we met, actually. It's like, you know, uh, virtual uh, networking. And I was talking to this person and they were just having a bit of a, a crisis moment. Another fellow entrepreneur that was like, had some self doubts, which we have like 10,000 times a day. Um, and I just said, look, like, I don't have it together either. And I know I try to be optimistic and positive for people. I mean, but look at this shit show that is like my office. And I turned the camera around and just the look on their face, they're like, you're disgusting. Like throw that away. They're <laughs> <laughs> like too much, too much. It's like you're oversharing. I'm like, well, that is, that is what I do. That is what I do. Speaking, <laughs> speaking oh. of oversharing. Okay. Becky, Jabez, are we ready for the mic is listening? Let's do this. We're ready. Oh, you poor suckers. Are ready. <laughs> the mic is listening. The mic is listening. The mic, the mic is listening. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Mic is Listening. I'm CN. We're back for another fun day, Wednesday, Wednesday, hump day. Happy, happy Wednesday. I really need to get a better opening line on this. I, it's, only, <laughs> it's only been a few years. It's okay. All right. So, Becky, keep laughing at me. I love it. So, today's episode, I look, I, I, anytime any guest tells me that their favorite band is Radiohead, I'm just like, okay, can you be permanently on my show? Because I just love them to death. Well, oh if God. you guys, <laughs> if, so you know, if you know a thing or two about me is um, I always have songs in my head, but like I was trying to find lyrics and look, the future is in you. That's what this podcast is going to be about this, uh, this fine morning. And I do want to welcome some great guests and, you know, I'm just going to jump right into it because you know, damn it, Janet, let's just make this happen. <laughs> so I would like, oops, there we go. Oh, wait. Had to, oh, oh my gosh. I, I removed you from the stream. <laughs> Sorry. Get out of here. <laughs> and that's Get a wrap. That's a wrap. Great <laughs> show, everybody. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. And we're done. All right, everyone, welcome to The Mic is Listening. It is Becky and Jabez Labrette, the founders of Lotus Launch. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey. thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Uh, fun. Well, <laughs> I hope you guys are having fun. Look, okay, so I've only been doing this for like two, got to be at least two years now, and I still can't get this damn platform right. So full disclosure, and I say this every episode because I really want to emphasize, yes, I am a co-founder of a podcast production company, but this is my own personal, and I said it earlier, shit show. I do this on purpose, okay? This is not to reflect a bad um, performance of my band, a brand. It is actually me saying, 
it's not easy to do this by yourself. And that's why our company exists. It's fun, but there's a lot of work behind the stages, a lot of nuances, a lot of steps, a lot of post-production work, a lot of post-marketing efforts. So yes, this is, look, I'm going to say shit show like 15 times today just because I feel like it, but there's a reason why it's not easy guys. I've been doing this for two years. So Either that or I'm a stubborn real. learner. It's real. That's what I think everybody loves about it, right? Exactly. Realness. And Becky, I okay, Becky Jabez, I guys tell you, you guys are like you guys are like like couples like goals, okay? So if you see oh me make God. a face at you <laughs> not last night when we were stumbling <laughs> out of the <laughs> okay, first off, I'm so extraordinarily jealous. Like, how fun is it that you're what is it? Was it your dad that gave you a call, Becky? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. When the in-laws and your parents give you a call and next thing you know, you've got the hangover hanging out with your parents. I mean, yeah, like, you yeah. guys are living life right. We left early. They were still there. Like, <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the life we're living. We're like, okay, got to go back to the four-year-old, relieve the babysitter, and be on a podcast at 7.45 in the morning, okay. and hungover. Okay, so I felt guilty about that because I was like, okay, great. Um, <laughs> Now I don't feel any slight pressure to make sure you guys have a good time and make it worth your while. So, uh, I mean, had I great. had that's I known that, I would have offered hair of the dog just for us to kick this off. <laughs> oh man, shots of tequila, Bloody Mary, level. Bloody Mary Wednesday, I guess. Oh, Irish coffee <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> oh, okay. First off, the answer is always yes. We're grown adults, <laughs> right? Now, always in moderation, which is the irony saying that I'm the one saying in moderation, but we'll just leave it at that. Okay, so. I've got to tell you this. So when um, I mentioned it earlier, it's like when anyone like picks Radiohead and look, Jabez, don't take it personal. I don't even know who the Avid brothers are. I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing they're a country music band or something. Bluegrass. 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 Okay. I like bluegrass, but I just didn't have time. And I saw Radiohead and I said, yeah, oh whatever. Can't go wrong. It was so funny because when he asked me that, he's like, what's your favorite band? I was like, oh, I have so many different flavors depending on like what mood I'm in. And I go through, I'm sure as you do, right? We go through these cycles of like different music. And then he's like, well, what's your go-to always? I'm like, Radiohead, obviously. The other one was going to be Tool. Like it's either Radiohead or Tool. So I was like, ah, Radiohead. That's my like mild. Uh. <laughs> so I'm glad you I'm glad you picked Radiohead over Tool because I've already done a Tool lyric uh, oh. to another previous guest. So Perfect. we're good on that. You've been mixed Perfect. up. Yes. No. Well, I probably, I mean, Tool's not, look, it's a good band too. So I, I'm all about the 90s alternatives. So right. <laughs> 80s and 90s alternative all day long. So, okay, you guys. Um, But, oh, but Becky, I got to tell you. So this is another reason why I'm like flustered a little bit. So um, I know it was my fault. I didn't like um, ask you guys till late about your music. You, like I said, you think I would have known this by now to ask people well in advance what their favorite music and band is, but. Uh, what time did I send you a note? I think it was like five or six o'clock last night. So, um, so. yeah, something uh, for anyone that knows anything about Radiohead, they're not the most like golly jolly uplifting, ready for corporate business podcast no. <laughs> band. <laughs> like all the songs that like they're like oh songs that will uplift you. They're like always like oh, depressing. You know? oh. <laughs> <laughs> they are like you know? it, like. One of the lines is ambition makes you look pretty ugly, squeaky, <laughs> kicking, Gucci little piggy. And I'm like, well, that's not a really good song for a song title. So, <laughs> so anyone's curious, the future is oh in God. you, is in the numbers. It's a newer uh, song. I Oh, shoot. Is it? Uh, I forgot which uh, album it's on. Sorry, Radiohead fans. I'm not that bad. Uh, good. Apparently. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. 
Like, I mean, I just, you know. just put the, just put the band on and it's all the same. Like, I love it. Like it's, yeah, I just, yeah. just yeah. play it on repeat well, we album don't, after album. Well, we don't have albums anymore, right? Yeah. With all the streaming stuff, you just go to the Radiohead channel and just listen to all the Radiohead. Get off my lawn. You don't get, you don't get the CD, you know, like out anymore. Experience like, anymore. But no, you, put it in. you can though. 100, 100, you can. I know, yeah. but like our new car, our new car didn't even come with a CD player. They okay, like don't I even, still have they don't CDs. Even, I mean, we have, Mine. yeah, our older car does, but yeah. like they don't even put them in cars anymore. It's kind of sad. That's right. That's right, Becky. Two hands. Two hands to hold it. Oh, my <laughs> My Irish coffee. <laughs> Man, I should I should have I should have like ruled that out for you guys. So, okay, so let us let us let us let us uh, talk more seriously for two seconds here, okay? Because um, when I first met Jabez, it was on a networking virtual meetup, and it was was it Frank or with JD? JD. Okay, with JD. So JD Gershbein, I have to give you a proper shout out because you because of you uh, we got to meet, and I just absolutely just love the community that JD's cultivated for his own network of people. And the fact that I get to meet you guys. Yay. Okay. Now, why do, why do I care? Why are they so damn cool? Why are you on the mic is listening? It's because of this. I'm all about people who've got passion, fire, desire, and purpose. And of which you two seem to have, and yes, I'm not trying to kiss your, you know what too much, but it does go into Lotus launch. Okay. And the thing is in, Two sentences. What is Lotus Launch, you guys? Go for it. It's a community. It's a platform for female entrepreneurs who want to launch their business and um, get beyond a million dollars in revenue. Love that. Okay. (laughs) Love that because we love money. I, I like money. If you know the movie and where that quote came from, oh, I will definitely. I like money. I like I like money. And that is the way it was actually said in the movie. So everyone that's listening, all one of you, two of you, all in the comments, I love money. Okay. So the reason why Lotus Launch is cool is that it's almost like the way I understand it, and tell me if I'm wrong, is like, think of it as like a, a central repository of like, uh, think of like that brand, um, branded content, like masterclass, but you do it on your own pace with your own interest. It's all business focus and betterment to get you to getting your revenue goals, which is again, what you guys are targeting 201 million. That's your sweet spot. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. You just build it perfectly. And here's where I think it's so cool about it is because you, um, Jabez, you told me that Lotus launch was designed for female entrepreneurs in mind, but it doesn't have to be exclusive, but it was designed. So I'm going to ask this one question. I hope, and if you don't have it yet, do you have someone that talks about, hormones and menopause in business. Oh my God. That's such a great topic. Mm. We don't, but that is an amazing topic. You know, somebody I (laughs) I do. do. And you do. Yes, (laughs) I do. And um, she actually runs this Facebook group and it's called uh, perimenopause hub. She's out of England. Her name is Emily Barkley. And she is, uh, was a previous guest on the show. And I may, may not be, you know, curious about that for some friend I want to speak about that might be going through perimenopause and how it affects business and relationships. Just saying it might be a great topic. You know what I love about that topic too, because um, when I was, when we were in the middle of our last project that we did together, which was CSU Academy, I was pregnant and Mm. we had our son in the middle of that project. 
And I'm a super like ambitious driven, like burn the midnight oil candle at both ends type person. And then my brain just kind of shifted during that time. I went through like crazy postpartum for like a couple of years and my drive, everything was just like deflated because all I could think about was like caretaking, you know, and those hormones seriously do wreak havoc on and it's a, it is it is something. I just throw I'm just throwing it out there just because yeah. like um, because I think in business, especially in entrepreneurship, there's a there's um at least the women I've spoken to specifically, there's as many are so accomplished, even in their corporate lives and they move into entrepreneurship or whatever. Um, I'm stunned to see how much self-doubt there is and oh, and, yeah. and 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 self-talk, you know you know, walking you to the ledge and you're like, wait, whoa, whoa, what are you doing to yourself? But right. that's not the purpose of it all. And the reason why I brought that up is because both of your guys' life experiences kind of brought you to create and think about Lotus Launch. There's a lot of giving and purpose-driven um, like commitment in your lives. So without going into too much detail, I know, Jabez, you've got a story to tell. Um, but was it something with your experiences, was it something that your product of your experiences, or is it you've always had a fire in your belly to have that level of, I guess, purpose and driven and compassion? I mean, we, we talk about how we both kind of came to our projects differently, but they both resonated with us in, in different capacities. You know, our, our last project, which was a all girls boarding school for underserved youth. Um, you know, I was homeless, you know, for a couple of years in high school and really struggled and had major issues in, in kind of getting up and out of that situation. And so, yeah, you know, our project hit home for me in that way. And you talk about how, you know, it really was kind of a drug. There's other drivers for you pushing you towards when we were both workaholics and totally driven folks, but you know, I think for me, um, I grew up with single mom and my aunts, grandma, everybody was like involved in our upbringing, but I'd say we were pretty privileged in the sense that my mom, you know, worked hard, sent us to really good schools. And I could very much see like how, um, you know, by the schools that we were at, the forks in the road of my former classmates and me was very, very apparent. Like I could see how privilege like almost defined your path in a lot of ways. So like um, I've always had a desire to, you know, support and help others who have, you know, don't necessarily have the means in some way. Um, because I felt like I've experienced that and I've, I feel like I have been privileged in a lot of ways. Um, and I know education is just a huge component of that. I love that. So, okay, Jabez, you were homeless, which we have to point out, um, ask, and if you're okay with talking about it, no, how no, did no. that happen? Because as a homeless as a teenager, was that by choice or is it by circumstance? It was circumstance. Um, my mom's a paranoid schizophrenic. And so, you know, I grew up kind of in a, in a pretty tumultuous household, um, was raised by my grandma when I was really young. And then my mom got out of the hospital and, you know, I was in and out of care with different folks. But when I was 16, uh, she had an episode and, you know, she just disappeared for a while. And so, I mean, it happens, right. Um, stayed in my car for a few weeks, the school eventually caught me showering in the gym and, um, pulled me aside and said, what's going on. And once they found out what was, and and I was actually consider myself pretty lucky, um, once the school figured out what was going on, a bunch of parents of my friends stepped up and I pretty much like house surfed, like couch surfed for two years. And, you know, like just imagine how different it would be if you didn't have that. Yeah. Right. And there's people out there who don't like they're homeless and they're like on the street 
homeless. And, you know, I spent a few nights on the streets, which was super scary. Like, Oh, I can't, I, I just, my, my heart breaks thinking about kids in those situations. Mm. Um, and, and I was really lucky. Yeah. Oh man. Alive. Mm. Like that's, that is like, that's a hard pill for to swallow, to think about that. I'm gosh, just, I can't even imagine like if, if you don't know what you're doing to look out for how vulnerable you would be for those that are looking out to take advantage of you. That's such a crazy thing. So, I mean, shoot, man, like that's like some deep. So we go from laughing about being hung over to like deep, like sitting on a sidewalk. Um, Zero to 12. So how did you get out? So how did you get yourself out of it? Like outside of like, so granted, thank goodness for that network of families that were there to support you. But ultimately it was you to have to have to make that decision to say, but I'm going to do better. Did you seek out more resources after graduation? Because you did end up getting a degree. So how did that happen? That's not easy. So, yeah, I. Um, I had a lot of really good mentors and a ton of people that like circled around and, and really uh, helped educate me on things I didn't know. I had a mentor who taught me all about business in high school. Um, you know, and it, it's kind of funny because you can start to see these themes start popping up mm. <laughs> in our lives and yeah. what we do. Like literally we do that now. Um, and so what I eventually knew, I got, I got a job. I had to live, right. I had to buy food. I got an apartment and kept working and kept working, and kept working. And somebody jokingly said, you should go to college. And I was like, I didn't even graduate from high school. I was like, oh, college isn't really in my my storyline. Um, but I went to apply just so that I could get turned down so I could tell people like, oh, I tried, but I didn't get in. And when they turned me down, I was like, wait a minute. No, that's not. No, that's it. I'm going. I'm Now I'm going to college. And so then all of a sudden it like sparked a flame where I was like pissed that I got shot. Rejected. Down. Yeah. And then I, if I may interject, Please. one of the things that he told me that I think really struck me, and this is so Jabez's personality, is once he decided he was going to do it, he marched into the dean's office at Gonzaga, which he was like, this is the school I want to go to, and went to the dean and said, I'm going to go to your school. And he was like, uh, you don't even have a high school degree. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then he, he, guide, he guided you and told you what you had to do yeah. to get in. And for me, I was just like, who is this person that just marches in, like says, this is where I'm going to go. And, you know, the person opened doors for him. And I think that that is so remarkable when I think about the background that Jabez has and how he has, yes, you know, has his network and utilized a lot of that to his advantage. He has that spark in him, too, that allows him to move forward. And I've always been so fascinated with that. And how, when people come from that kind of background, how do they change their life and their pathway? Like there's so many internal and external, you know, stimuli that create that change, but the internal piece is the thing that's going to allow you to see all of the other pieces and create that path forward. So I think that that's a piece you don't talk about a lot, but I think that that is like truly a remarkable um, Dude, you're like in the embodiment of the future is in you. Like, oh my yes, gosh, look, look, in you. Look, look, Mr. Abbott Brothers. I think there's a little bit more Radiohead in you than hey, you realize. That's a Radiohead. <laughs> well, yeah. I, you guys must be fun on road trips. Could you like? Is, is it the? You guys have to resort to the okay. Whoever's driving gets the. Uh, get to choose the music. Yeah, gets to choose the music. <laughs> Which is so, me. I got our buddy here yeah. saying he likes Radiohead as well. So wait, I always get, there you go. Dr. Rob Bell. Oh, Dr. Rob Bell would be a really good person for you to chat with. So um, I met him through Frank Agan and I think, yeah, through Frank Agan's group. And um, 
which is how I met JD, by the way. Um, and he is um, an author. He does have his own little podcast, but he uh, works with um, like your mental coach for like sports people. Oh, cool. And oh, so yeah. he gets you into the right mental like state of things. But obviously, you know, that applies to business, right? Oh, and like all those different 100%. things. So you should chat with Rob because he's like, He's got some really cool stories, really great guy. And um, he digs Radiohead. So Becky, that's one chalk that's plus on his side to, to be yeah. part of the Lotus launch crew. But I anyway, that. I know I'm so bad. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like selling people at the same time. No, so you're, you're, you're making it easy for us. Now, now we've got another <laughs> roster of folks that we can go. Uh, <laughs> go oh, dude. Okay. As a podcast producer, if you guys want other cool ass, like uh, amazing individuals, I've got oh, a plethora. Yes. I mean, Always. you tell me the subject topic and I, I tell you, so I don't think I ever told you guys. So I'm the, the Dallas co-chair um, for an organization called global leaders organization. And it's very similar to like Vistage, EO, IPO and all those types of orgs, but it's in the same Bailiwick and area that you guys are in. So about mm -hmm. 200 K revenue to about two, 5 million annual revenue. And this community right. is both international and local like Dallas, for example. And um, there's a lot of exchange uh, in person. Um, but also we, do weekly um, meetings or uh, not weekly meetings, weekly uh, chats, fireside chats virtually. So that reaches our international audience, but then we do monthly meetings as well with speakers. So if you guys have specific oh, author speakers, those types of individuals that, or just kick booty entrepreneurs, like God, there's so many people I can talk to you about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, there's some really interesting cats that I think you'd be really interested um, to chat with. Oh my God, I'm all inspired yeah. now. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's what it's about. It's like that spark, that inspiration. And especially when people like, you know, back to just what we were talking about earlier, that self-doubt, I think that sometimes women feel a lot, that thing that can prevent them from moving forward or charting their path. It's like, that's something that we need to break. And oh, how yes. do we get through that mental block so that people can create their own path and their own reality and actually have positive impact on their communities and their families and, you know, actually make that positive change. And I think that that can be done through business. And that's why we're so passionate about this. And I love that. Sometimes you can get over it or get past it for a moment. Yeah. And then sometimes it like creeps back mm -hmm. in in a later stage, like you didn't, like you bump into a new situation, new scenario, new size, new mm -hmm. issue. And then all of a sudden it comes right back, you know, rears its head again. Hundo. I'm feeling it. I'm, fe I'm, <laughs> I'm being seen here. I'm feeling seen. You guys. You know welcome, what the welcome to the Becky and Jabez show. We're interviewing <laughs> Saya here today. I know. No, sh no, she's like, seriously, you know, it's so funny. It's like, what is that cognitive dissonance? Like, is that cognitive dissonance? Is that the word where like, I am a big cheerleader. I will always be everyone's big cheerleader, but yet at the same time, and, and we're talking about that it's positivity or inspire yourself or motivate yourself or, you know, drive yourself. Right. I mean, cause that's what really Lotus launch really is, is enabling folks, right. To, to, to go on their terms, to find those topics that are going to be of interest to them, to learn, to develop themselves at their own pace, you know? Right. And that content is so like priceless. Now, granted you guys have a price, but, that's a different issue. Um, <laughs> but but what you take out of it is priceless. But what I'm trying to say is what's crazy to me is like, like I can't tell you how many of these people I've interviewed over time. They're amazing, accomplished, you know, just by all definitions have achieved success. Mm 
And then when you actually get down, have a few of those old fashions or whatever the heck you guys drank last night, tequila shots or whatever with mom and dad, um, those self-doubt language creeps in. I don't care. I've talked to multi-billionaire, millionaire, successful people, and it's those candid moments, those flash of moments, they still have that self-doubt, which is crazy to me when you think about it, right? Because you're like, you have every reason to say you're a badass, but yet at the same time, they're humble enough to go like, no, I have no idea what you do. And just admit it and just ask the questions. Um, how do you guys go overcome that? How do you guys, because you guys are like cheerleaders in your own way, right? So how do you guys overcome your own self-doubt? Um, it's taken me a, a while. I would say that for me, um, I've I've grown up with a lot of self-doubt um, being you know, one being a woman and growing up around a lot of women, we have this like echo chamber of it. Like, yes. Oh, this is how I look. And like, I'm not happy with this. There's always a reason to not be happy. And, you know, it, it was so bad that I felt like, um, I don't know, like I needed to get more education and more education. Like that's how much I was just like, so, um, like self-conscious. So I ended up getting like two, um, mass, two masters. I have two undergrad, one in psychology, one in organizational studies. I have a master in business, a master in human resource design. And I think about all that. And I'm like, did that really come from me? Like, yes, I love to learn and I love education, but I, I never really feel felt like accomplished, you know? And so this drive uh, back to ambition is <laughs> ambition makes you look really ugly, right? <laughs> hey, I don't see as a Gucci little piggy, so you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but getting over that, you know, Jabez has actually helped me a lot. Finding a yin for me, it's like the yin and the yang, right? Like finding a really good partner who can yeah. like be like, okay, no, you're like more than enough. Like you don't need to keep like blah, blah, blah. And you have this in you. And so it took a while for me to like, really like hear that and understand that and feel confident enough. Like he's been really a cheerleader for me, pushing me to do something like this, which I would never do in a million years. I'm a super introvert. That doesn't, maybe it doesn't seem like it, but I'm like introvert to the max. Like, <laughs> so maybe the tequila is still in you is what you're trying to say. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that. I love that. And I think, you know, when we talk about like having that partner, now granted you guys are happily, happening to be happily married. You like how I just slipped <laughs> into words in there? Um, but it could just be a, a friend too, right? Yeah. It could be a mentor. It could be a mentee, right? To get that level of support. So Jabez, how do you then get uh, rid of your self-doubt conversations? And you must have had a ton growing up, obviously. But what about now? Yeah, I, I mean, you still, I still do. Um, sometimes I don't get over it right away. I mean, I, just to be honest, like sometimes some days are harder, and you're like, ah, you know, is this really going to work? Like, am I really doing the right thing here? Um, I sometimes I reflect back on challenges I've had before that I've had to overcome, and you know, to me that can be helpful and say like, okay, well, if I was able to do that, I think I can probably do this. Um, I think one of the challenges, especially as entrepreneurs and, and kind of growth minded entrepreneurs, we're always on the tip of the spear. We're always kind of stumbling one step forward into the darkness constantly. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we don't tend to take enough time to stop, look around, reflect, God, we're, we're really lucky. Like, yeah. yeah, things can be hard. Yes. Things aren't where we want them to be. We always want them to be bigger, better and faster, but you know what? We've got an amazing 
four-year-old and a great family and you know, things are good. We, we have the privilege Gratitude. to be able to go out on a mm-hmm. Tuesday night and enjoy ourselves a little too much. And, you know, I, I think that that helps overcome some of those doubts when you re- reflect on the moment that, you know what, actually things are going pretty well. I love that. I love everything that you just said. You know why? Because it's that you've, you've centered your mind enough in a way the priorities are there where it needs to be at those given moments in time, right? So mm-hmm. Tuesday night was, you know what? I'm going to hang out with the in-laws, which I'm sure 90% of the population is like, well, that's a great time on a Tuesday night. No, but no, but I'm joking. I actually love my boyfriend's mom too, but, um, but that is right there. You found the moment you found what, what works for you guys, what's going to help you guys, um, you know, continue your path, right? Whether you guys are doing it individually or doing it together jointly. I, I love that part of, part of it. Can I ask you, with now that you have a four-year-old and you guys are serial entrepreneurs, um, did that change up the dynamic? You went from being the dynamic duo to now you're a trio with a very demanding third person. Oh, yeah. Oh, we used to work a lot more. <laughs> yeah, we did. And that was the thing that really changed um, once we had a kid because both of us had to, I mean, we had our biggest fights were who gets to work. And like, it's like, are you working right now or am I? And that was, that was yeah. really hard because we both wanted to work. And I mean, we both met, we met in, in, in Las Vegas at the Aria at the business center. Like that's <laughs> where we met, not at the strip club or poker table. Like we just, and it's part of our personality. It's part of our DNA. And our son, our son knows that, but we also have to like, Somebody has to be there. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, you got, we're, we love being parents. Yeah, like we both do love being parents. We also love contributing to the world and making an impact and being out there too. So you do have to strike a new balance. Um, I kind of imagine it like any any other time in your life where you've taken on different responsibilities, whether you joined a board of a nonprofit or whether you hired some more employees or interns or you know whatever that might be. Those are all moments where you have to start reprioritizing you know, yeah. what, what it is and when you're going to do it, and what matters at the end of the day, work is, is great, but it's just work. I mean, you know, I mean, yes, I love making an impact. Yes. I love seeing people like thrive and grow and, and helping them achieve their dreams and goals. But I also love coloring, you know, outside of the lines <laughs> with our little guy, you know, yeah. so it, it, bubbles and yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's finding the balance and enjoying, you know, all of each of those moments when you can, um, that I think kind of has makes it a little bit better as a parent to also be an entrepreneur and and compartmentalizing too. I think like, I I think as women, it's hard to compartmentalize men do a better job of that. And Mm -hmm. I'm learning too with just Jabez, how to just take things in the moment and then worry about whatever it is when it's time to worry about it. So that's challenge still. No, for sure. For sure. So I just out of curiosity, cause I don't have kids. I mean, I've got 10 nieces and nephews, but that's not quite the same. I get it sometimes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> cause when I have them for the weekend, I feel the pain. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> no, they're all older now. They're amazing. Um, like all of them are older now. I'm so sad. <laughs> the oldest is pushing 32 now. So wow. I'm pretty depressed. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Okay. Now you told me ADD. Okay. So let me ask you guys this, like, and, and has this happened? It just popped up in my head. Has in your time with your son, now he's four, right? Um, have you guys had any like flashes of inspiration based on any interaction with him? Any conversation? Any 
just playing? Did you guys get a idea in your head that popped up that you're like, hmm, I can apply that to business? Has that happened at all yet? I Well, I do have go something. Ahead, yeah. Did you got, have something go, to please. share? Um, I think the general, um, the general struggles of um, being a mom and a business owner and the challenges of that, it, it has to incorporate your child or your family. So like the self-paced nature of our program, the on-demand self-paced nature, it's very like parent-friendly. So I think um, because we are so in the weeds with, you know, our work life, we know that we have to have the same kind of product that can be delivered to others who go through the same like everyday interruptions, (laughs) you know, just so you take forward steps to achieve when you're able to. I love that. I've also started to pay attention to what grabs his attention. And so, you know, I'm a a marketing guy. So I'm I'm always kind of like eyeballing, like what is catching his attention? Because if you can catch his attention, something's right. Like you've done something there that that was likely to catch anybody's attention. And so I do kind of pay attention in that regard and try to apply some of those things to our own, you know, marketing and, and business practices. And, and, but mostly personally, I'd say it's just, he inspires me as a person and he doesn't even try. Like he doesn't mean to like the other day I was at an event at an EO event and I had the microphone and I was talking to the, the chapter and um, he, I didn't know he was watching in a window where the babysitters were at. And he, I guess he said, you know, he asked me, he said, daddy, you know, are, were you, are you the, the leader? And I was like, oh, well, I guess at that moment, sure. And I was like, what made you say that? And he's like, well, you were on the speaker because he could hear me on the speakers. (laughs) He's like, well, you're on the speaker. And I was like, oh, I was like, that's really like, he thinks like he looked at me as a leader. Like, I I don't know. It just, I have never felt more like a leader until that moment. Oh, you you know what sucks is I know I'm sure you're like, I wish I could record that. because (laughs) That is awesome. Okay. So I know we can keep talking, you guys. I absolutely adore everything that you guys are doing. So for those that want to get a hold of you, how is the best way? I've already been streaming um, Lotus Launch's website, uh, which is uh, community.lotuslaunch.com. But how else can folks get a hold of you guys um, to see how they can either A, get into your content and help you create more and or uh, receive your content? Um, well, we you can email us. You can, what do you do? Yeah, like, well, I mean, so yeah, first <laughs> first name at lotuslaunch.com if you want to email. So Becky at lotuslaunch.com or Jabez. Um, LinkedIn's a great place. I hang out on LinkedIn a lot. Um, we're, we're all over the socials. So if you want to, uh, I'm the only Jabez Labrette, or I think you might be the only, well, I'm, I'm you're easy to find. We're easy to find online. Yeah. So we, and we love hearing yeah. people's ideas about content and stuff too. So absolutely. If people have an idea of, of ways that they might want to contribute content, you know, do, do reach out. We know. have a Facebook page too. Um, it's Lotus launch also should be pretty easy to find. We have a little mini Instagram account that we're growing, <laughs> but reaching out to us via email or LinkedIn is probably the best. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. You guys are such rock stars. Thank you so much for joining us, Becky Jabez. I love you guys like a love song. Oh, really, really appreciate you. <laughs> So before I let you guys go entirely, I do have some housekeeping stuff that I do need to do just because, well, apparently it's self-promotion and damn it's my show. So I will do it. So on that note, it is a global leaders organization, Dallas. We're committed to community commerce, capital content. Really our thing is, is like I said, is we complement other business organizations. This is for the established um, 
I, I wouldn't want to call it a startup business that is looking to accelerate growth through community um, to help you get to the next level. If you're looking for access to capital, that is really our bread and butter is we will um, help our community um, look at funding and all that good stuff and walk you through that, all that good stuff. Our next meeting is with Justin Forsett, NFL. I think he was a running back. Um, that'll be August 31st. And no, I didn't make a graphic for it because that would require me to plan in advance. So don't worry about that. And then, of course, what the hell is Innovation Media Enterprises? Everyone has a story to tell. Do it with a podcast. What we do is we consult, we strategize, we do production, we do marketing, all things that is all things podcasting. And, of course, the future is inside us with Becky and Jabez Labrette. And yes, I know you're giggling, girl. You guys. So <laughs> Did you like that little? I, you like I, that I want that. I want that graphic. <laughs> like that's gonna be my new thing. <laughs> it's not, it's not one of my better. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> but, but I figured it would be one of those things where they're like, yeah, like I could just see some graphic designer going, like, I want to work with them and teach them <laughs> basics. But uh, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. Um, everyone, please hit up hit up Jabez, Becky, over on LinkedIn. You can go to community.lotuslaunch.com. And on that note, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on The Mic is Listening. See ya. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.